and welcome to episode 12 of the FOMOcast. Wow. I'm here with Arnaldo. Lucky number 12. Lucky number 12. <laughs> I don't think it's a thing, but yeah. Not yet. We're going to make it a thing. Podcasts are lucky on number 12. Yeah, today. So we got, mo- learn today. We got mostly movie news, some Netflix news, um, some other kind of TV news, and a couple things about movies. Um, actually, I just looked at it. Two of them are connected, kind of, okay. for the um, uh, cinematic universe that DC is trying to start. Mm-hmm. Um but, or has started. Or has, yeah, no. Well, Wonder Woman kind of started it, but I, I don't count the other ones. How, how good Wonder Woman was, yeah. you know. So um, uh, make sure you like our pages. We're going to start off with it. Facebook.com slash FOMOcast. Twitter, FOMO underscore cast. Then go to our Patreon page and support it. And like everything you see of ours, because the more stuff we get done, the bigger we can get, the more content you can get. And um, hopefully... We don't want to become famous off of this, but we would like to have fun why doing not? this for a living. Wait, wait, wait. I want to become famous off of it. Okay. Hell, why hey. not? Hey. We got to think big, Chris. Okay. None of this we're gonna, we're gonna small-time crap. We're going to think big. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just go hit those sites up. We'll mention them a couple more times than we normally do, but I wanted to start mm-hmm. um, with the Daniel Craig news that he's pretty much agreed to do Bond 25. <laughs> and Adele might, came back, might come back for it. Huh. Yeah, that's the rumor. Like for the score? For the score. Because okay. ever since hers, it's they've been downhill. Um, I mean, I didn't think it was big of news. Everyone's freaking out. So those that don't listen, which you or have seen, you should have. After the last James Bond movie, he basically said uh, he didn't know if you want to do any more of them. But the mm-hmm. problem was, like I made the analogy earlier, if you're on a boat for six months doing whatever job you're doing and then you get off and the first thing they say, ask you when you step off that dock is, do you want to go back out in that water? <laughs> the, the first thing you're going to say is like, no, I don't yeah. want to do that. Well, that's what they did to him. He just literally had finished fi- filming. People don't know how grueling it is. Um, I watched a lot of the filming they did in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. And he was, I mean, he's doing all of his own stunts. He's jumping off of buildings. He's rolling around. I mean, he's, it, he's not a young guy anymore. Yeah. So... You know, something like that, you know, I give him credit for. So, he, I mean, they, they announced it. They made, like, a kind of a big deal about it. I was like, whatever. It's He's going to do it. It's The, the money's going to pay good. And being known as the one that was the 25th James Bond, that kind of, you know, I bet you it's going to pay fat. Mm-hmm. Um, and mentioned Adele. Did you hear she's canceling? She's no, no more singing on tour? Hmm. Something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Something, something's wrong with her vocal cords. Oh. And the doctors told her she keeps singing. She's going to dam- damage him too much to where she won't be able to perform. That's kind of sad. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people are like, well, I guess I should have went and watched her. Before yeah. <laughs> but hopefully she makes something good for a song for uh, the new James Bond. I'm excited. I um, I started going through the, from the very beginning to the end, and it's just too much. I'm going to try and do it again. Um, They're really good, though. I, I actually, so this may sound like blasphemy to a lot of Bond fans, but. I think that's been like the best of all the series, personally. You know, with Daniel Craig. I th- I think for some people, um, they do agree with that because Pierce Brosnan, besides the first one he did, wasn't the greatest James Bond. Yeah, and I didn't even know. Uh, I found out later on the main reason why he did Bond so late was when he was doing Remington Steel. They wanted him to be Bond, uh-huh. and. He had some sort of clause in his contract that if he didn't get either a certain amount of money or maybe like so many episodes for the show that he could go and do something else. So they basically 
signed him to an exclusive deal with the Remington Steel thingy, and so so That's I could took a little longer. Took a little longer, and I could see that. You know, I think the big problem was it, he, he his last one was so god awful, and they make jokes about all the different things that are. I'm like, why can't you just make it more realistic? Yeah, you know, like um, so. Spectre was the last one. Yeah. Super and good. what was the one before that? Um, uh, Skyfall. Skyfall. That's right. Yeah. That's okay. At the Skyfall. Right. So those ones were fantastic, and they yeah. use a lot of practical stuff. There's some stuff that's unbelievable in it, yeah. but you immerse yourself in the movie. Yeah. With the one thing that threw me off with James Bond was with the Pierce Brosnan one was the stealth boat and the satellites. Just that whole thing is just like, wait, what? Yeah. So every, every time I think of sorry, every time I think of stealth boats, I always think of uh, Hulk Hogan. And yes, one movie, oh, right. Yeah, well, that's a TV TV show. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was it? I can't remember. What was I remember? It? Oh, oh, I remember that one with a boat it's converted Thunder, right? Yes. Yeah, I can't it wasn't Tropic Thunder. I keep no, no, thinking no. of Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah. No, it was the one where the boat turned into a, like a like a tank. Yeah, yeah. And um, they were set in like uh, I want to say Miami? Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I'm going to search Hulk Hogan right now. (laughs) Rocky is the first thing. No, but I remember that show because I remember it was like on TNT or something like that. I believe. So so the rumor that I heard was when they, for that actual show, Mm -hmm. um, was that it was supposedly the the movie was like a made for TV movie. Uh And what they would do is they would actually take shots from different stuff and put them together. So, wow, he's. Man, he's yeah, acting no, a lot. Trying, it's all WCW stuff. It's all showing up. Oh yeah, WCW, NWO. But stuff. I mean, it was in the. He was in Spy Hard. <laughs> Thunder in Paradise. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Wait, he did like a bunch of stuff for it. He did a movie, a video. Was there was a video game. Oh wow! There's more than one. His yeah. name, his <laughs> dude, his name on the so listeners. We're doing this live. This is amazing. His name on the sh- on the show was Randolph J. Hurricane <laughs> Spencer <laughs> as Terry Hulk Hogan. Yeah. So Thunder in Paradise Two was in '94. Thunder in Paradise Three was in '95. Thunder in Paradise the show was in, the the movie was in '93. That's then, hilarious. Then where's the where's the TV show? Because there was a TV show. I could have sworn. Maybe they played it so much that we thought it was a TV show. <laughs> no, there's no way. Hey. I'm pretty sure, dude. I'm pretty sure it was a TV show. I think it was just a movie. Yeah. He was That's on it. Walker, Texas Ranger, too? It's <laughs> pretty funny. No, I'm telling you right now. There's a guy that it was a, it was a TV show. <laughs> now you got me all... Curious as to yeah. what Hulk Hogan has done. Thunder in Paradise TV series in '94. Okay. And dude, there was was there more than one video game? I don't know. So uh, yeah, yeah, a, so yeah. So anyway, it was a TV show. So yeah. super yeah. funny. That's what I always remember. Is like uh, you know, as far as like, any kind of stealthy boats, or even in, like when I think of Corvette boats for some reason, because <laughs> he was like <laughs> racing one of them at one time. Oh so, man, so Daniel, so okay, yeah, so nostalgia over. So yeah. Daniel Craig back from Bond Twenty Five. Yes. Next, <laughs> the one thing that I think this is hilarious. This is going to go into our DC section of all this. Okay. So um, I get the alerts every once in a while, and uh, so the villain in the Justice League movie is Steppenwolf. Don't think about him. They haven't researched him. Haven't nothing yet. Yeah, um, but uh, played by I think he said it was was it uh, uh, Kieran Hines, and he says that they say it differently if you're Southern Ireland. So he says that it's Karen 
a Heinz, and he's like, we don't have an accent up north. I'm like, okay, whatever. But he's the villain in the next coming movie. And yeah. if you don't know who Karen Hines is, he was actually the, uh, if you watch Game of Thrones, what okay. we do, he okay. was the uh, leader of the Wildlings who was, spoiler alert, killed by Jon Snow after they were trying to burn him at the stake, basically. Yeah. He, it, was like a, it was like a mercy kill. Mercy kill. Yeah. They actually got the Wildlings on his side. Yeah. Well, he never met anyone in the cast at all when he was filming the movie because everything he did was mocap. Now, motion capture, they put you in the little suit with a bunch of balls on it, but there's little things that you interact with to make it look like, uh, I know the NBA guys, what they do is they legitimately have a basketball hoop there and they just dunk on it. They, they, um, they, they'll they'll play like a one-on-one with the suits on. Yeah. Um, And the reason why this all came out, it's kind of funny, was somebody asked him how he felt about the rest of the cast. He said, well, I never met any of them. (laughs) And they're like, well, they never came over. He's like, well, no. And I'm like, you got to be. Are you going to have that chemistry? You got to be kidding me. How how are the characters supposed to interact if you don't have someone, you know, like what's funny is um, the the Guardians of the Galaxy. Rocket Raccoon's motion capture is played by one of the Ravagers in the crew. So he's actually got dual roles. And I love that because it means, hey, look, he's supposed to be on the set for this role. Might as well have him interact with the crew. So um, the big thing that I noticed was that if there's an intense scene, who did the scene then? Yeah. Because most motion capture, I even think when I watched um, one of the scenes when Superman is on that tower, when he's going to sacrifice himself with Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. and then on the very top of the helipad area. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I think it, it was dangerous. So they did they did part of it on the green screen. Um, Jesse Eisenberg was there yeah. doing the part back to, you know, to him for... To make it realistic. Sure. So I just thought it was hilarious that this dude's playing a bad guy in a movie and he's never met a single person in the film. Amazing actor. I really liked him on Game of Thrones. Um, But I just think it's crazy. Yeah. And how does this affect the cinematic universe? Because everyone's already complaining about, you know, Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. Um, Wonder Woman kind of saved it a little bit. Um, I found it very ironic. So I finally watched Wonder Woman. Finally. <laughs> Finally. And what I thought was really funny was everyone complained. Like they said, look, we get it. The woman's, women are strong, stuff like that. We get it. Just keep showing it. I didn't get the vibe. Right. I was looking for it. I told you. It was pretty natural. And what I found was it was – It's everyone said it was great for women. I go, it still put her down in the very end when he yeah. sacrificed – oh, sorry, spoiler alert. When he sacrificed himself, mm-hmm. you know, and he she has to list, remind, remember back what he said. He did all this for her, yeah. and she was a bubbling baby when it first happened. And I'm like, this is exactly every single chick flick I've ever seen. Yeah, it was like a notebook with uh, superpowers. Exactly. <laughs> so um, – What do you want? So since we're talking about Wonder Woman, yeah. um, apparently they're already in talks under Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman number two mm-hmm. that it's set – in early 80s Cold War. Now, the only reason why I don't like this is that it basically defeats the purpose. Why did you have the f- the photo? I get it. It sets off the story. Yeah. What's the point of even having the Batman tie-in in the beginning, in the end? There's no point. Well, I mean, because he can procure, I guess, anything. Yeah, but yeah. what's the point? Because you're literally setting it in modern times, and she's yeah. not going to be in modern times except for in Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of stupid. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So 
you know. We'll, we'll we'll wait to see, right? So and so, if you don't want to listen to this part, I'll give, I'll give you a second to switch off. We're gonna do I'm gonna do a spoiler right now because it's important to the plot for the second movie. Um, so you come back in a minute. I'll make it real quick. Okay. So spoiler starting now. So in the very end of the movie, Chris Pine dies, mm-hmm. sacrifices himself because it's a. Um, a form of mustard gas yeah. that will actually destroy the gas mask equipment mm-hmm. because they changed it from um, whatever the ingredient was to uh, hydrogen. Mm-hmm. Well, so he knows he can't let this get in the hands of the Nazis. So he flies it up in the air as high as he can. Blows it up. Blows it up. Yeah. Now they're saying in the next one, they're going to bring him back. I <laughs> I don't know. I don't Maybe know. he jumped out. <laughs> I mean, but it was so high. It didn't even matter. Maybe Iron Man picked him up. I don't know. Yeah, my Iron, <laughs> Iron Man in World in World War One. Uh, you know, I'm assuming. Yeah. You know what happened is 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 that uh, the Flash rewound time. Yeah, and he, and he came and got him. I don't know. It frustrates me because that was an awesome ending. Yeah. That was a great ending. Good because, sacrifice. Because th- this this basically negates. If they bring him back, it negates the whole ending of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Because. Um, so Wait, spoiler, they, that? Yeah. they Batman gets the um, finds the watch. Yeah, for her that was given Chris, to her. that was given to her by Chris Pine when he sacrifices himself. Yeah, so it basically defeats the whole purpose of that because he's still alive in the eighties. Yeah. so basically it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, so I don't know if it's going to be some sort of. Um, the only thing I can assume that it'll be, it'd be some sort of Marvel universe, cinematic universe type of thing where a Bucky situation where all of a sudden he's been gone, but you didn't know he was just in, you know. Or, sorry. No, go. What if he's in it as a flashback? That's the only way it would make sense. Still in the eighties, though. I mean, that's that's. Well, I mean, like, what if she's like, what if she's like, hears something and it triggers, and then it's like a memory that happened, you know, before they left the island. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but we saw everything. I know. That's the I'm tough part. Okay. <laughs> just saying, it could be. Who I could get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, That's the only way it would make sense. So let us know what you think. If you've seen Wonder Woman or um, I'm going to try and see Spider-Man this week. Oh, uh, so good. I know. Arnaldo saw it. So if, if you've seen any of those, let us know what you feel about it on Facebook.com slash FOMOcast and Twitter FOMO underscore cast. Now. Welcome back. Those who paused. Those who paused. Yeah. So. This one was kind of cool. Um, I was big into My Chemical Romance Me when too. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, they are no longer doing anything, but there's like always like a chance. They always hint, oh, you know, we may do something. Well, yeah, like this last fall, they came out with like this. Uh, they had like an announcement, like, oh, we're gonna come. Oh no, actually, it was this year. It was They're the like, anniversary of the Black Parade, and yeah. they did something with it, and, like a commemorative yeah. disc. But the, you know, it made it look like they were coming back, and all it was is just like some demos. No. <laughs> so the lead singer uh, Gerard Way, uh, I really liked him because he doesn't look anything like he did back then. Yeah, he made it like first it was long black hair, and then after the Black Parade came out he sh- cut it short yeah i know he looks nothing the same anymore but he does a comic book called umbrella academy mm-hmm. now i had no idea about it i like comics um but it's under uh, image so yeah. I, I don't see most of the image stuff um i stick to the dc and marvel mostly and then i do some dark horse here and there yeah. but um the comic this was freaking amazing the comic is basically about a superhero family that they're almost like misfits. Yeah. We were talking before the podcast started, and it actually, what it reminded me of was all the Nickelodeon shows where 
the family's like all together and they're superheroes, but this is like the opposite. They're dark. Mm-hmm. They're not dark for they're like they're evil. They're just it's just they don't have a great life. It's just real moody. It's yeah. real moody. So it's yeah. very My Chemical Romance esque. Yeah. Well, Netflix has picked it up as a live action show. That's awesome. And that's insane. I'm yeah. so excited. All these new shows coming out. We have Death so Note. Much, all this so stuff. It's, it's just so it's so much coming out. <laughs> um, you guys can help us too. Like if you if you see something, you know, put it up on there on our facebook.com slash fomocast so that way we can get an idea of it because like we spoke I think maybe one or two episodes like it's damn near impossible for us to watch everything. So it, it's you, hard, and, yeah. you, and you almost have to binge watch it. Yeah, you have to because of the FOMO. You have to binge watch yeah. it because it's you're, you're the problem. I find is Netflix isn't stupid. Yeah, they're going to basically they can't have everything be the best episode ever. So yeah. there's going to get slow times. So usually what I try to do is I try to end on a high note. So if I'm like you know what I got like an hour and twenty minutes, I'm going to watch you know four episodes of this thirty minute show. Yeah. And if it ends on a high note on the third one, I'm like, I ain't risking that fourth one. I'm going to call it early. I'm yeah. going to go switch to something that I know that's good. I'll watch The Office, watch How I Met Your Mother, you something to go Rich? to sleep. Uh, yeah, I do. I oh, haven't okay. watched I haven't watched the new part yet. Okay, so my wife was telling me about it because her and her sister started watching it. And mm-hmm. they're saying how it's kind of broken down into, like, parts. Parts, yes. Yeah, and then, like, they're also named after, like, country musicians' songs. Yes. Okay, that, that was pretty neat. It's a very cool concept. Yeah. Um, I wasn't sure if they were going to keep doing it because the whole Danny Masterson accusations of rape thingy that happened yeah. with Scientology stuff. Um, but it's... I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot of people hate it. And I'm like, why do you hate it? It's basically modern day that 70s show. And the comedy still works. Yeah. And um, Ashton Kutcher, I like him as an actor. A lot of people don't. I think he's great in it. Danny Masterson plays good. And um, the one that plays his mom, she's really funny. Uh, I can't remember the name of the girl that's in it. Um, oh, what's her name? She was in... Um, Happy endings, and she was in the the girl on the girl next door. I can't remember her name. Oh, um, Cuthbert. Yes, Eliza yeah. Eliza Cuthbert. Yes, yeah. you go. And then yeah. um, what's his face? The country dude that plays the dad. I can never remember his name, but Sam uh, Elliott. Sam, Sam Elliott. Yep. Yeah. Um, he's fantastic in it. I mean, the cast works fantastic. The crazy thing about that show, though, mm-hmm. is that so the premise of the ranch is basically the dad owns this ranch. Danny Masterson's character is the older brother that was just kind of going out there trying to get tail, having fun drinking. Um, the mom owns a bar. Mm-hmm. And the son was a college or a high school quarterback star and a college quarterback star. And now he just bounces around. He's not, he got injured or something like that. I can't remember. So he's not that great. But he comes back to the farm and they're like, what do you want? Yeah, <laughs> like you know, it's it's like a like prodigal like, son, but don't want him back. Yeah, and they're upset that he left essentially. And they basically say he's soft. He doesn't know how to work on a ranch, stuff yeah. like that. Well, um, so he basically does this, and his dad's a jerk to him all the time. And the funny part is, though, is is like it reminds me of the old school sitcoms where someone would say something really serious, and you were just like, "Geez, wouldn't it's like it's it gets serious." Yeah, cut so, those. <laughs> and, and then they ended on a cliffhanger in the last part, and I was yeah. like. They are really risking not getting, but I guess I think it's renewed for another part. So I think part four is a minimum they're going to do it. Okay, cool. And usually what they do is it's um, uh, spring, 
fall, spring, fall is how they did it last time. Hmm. Um, I really liked it. Okay, but cool. um, the the way Netflix does them is what's funny is I like this too. Netflix doesn't do anything the same. No, it's all very so. Um, the Ranch is like ten episodes. Um, I don't know how they're going to do this one. The Umbrella Academy. I have no idea how they're going to do that. Yeah. But I just thought it was fascinating. Like they they basically can manipulate everything. Like Bloodlines. Yeah. Cool. I heard it ended horribly. Yeah. Or even like that. Have you ever seen? Have you ever heard of or seen the show Between? Uh, yes, I heard about yeah. it. Yeah. So I I watched the whole thing, and that one was being released weekly. Okay. That was pretty cool too. I like that. Um, but you know, at the same time, you're like, I want to watch them all. That's yeah. Cool. And um, Sarah watched Girl Boss. Oh, okay. Which is not getting renewed. Got canceled. Oh. And nice. I was just like, and that's the, I think that's the sucky part too is is like they don't do the rating anymore. Yeah. So you don't know how good it is. Or so if you're sitting there and goes, "Well, this is a 98 percent match. I want to watch it," and you're like, "I guess everyone loved the Get Down." Oh, and yeah. it got canceled after yeah. the first one. <laughs> so, I mean, we talked about last time. The the guy, the CEO said, we got too many. Yeah, too many hits, yeah. And I'm like, well, you're making money, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're making money hand over fist. Yeah. I mean, I I truly believe um, when I first started it, it was just the DVDs. That's it. Yeah. And I think they were trying to make them. They were making the money off people forgetting the DVDs. <laughs> That's what they were making money off. I own a Gamer. Cause I freaking got it, and I never even watched that dude. I literally watched it on like HBO before oh, right. I actually watched the DVD. Cause we were moving into the house, yeah. and all of a sudden I found it. I only paid eleven bucks for it though. Yeah. So that was kind of cool, and I was just kind of like, oh, you know what? Whatever. It's not that big of a loss. Yeah. So I think a lot of this what they do is how many people don't even watch Netflix and they have it. I think it's it's, yeah. it's such a luxury. I mean, it's like seven ninety nine a month for the yeah. basic one where you get the stuff. It's you know, and then Hulu's shooting themselves in the foot by um, doing that prescript the, the sus- subscription one. Oh yeah, where you can do live TV. Yeah, it's forty bucks a month. That's pretty pricey. That's pricey. Yeah. So I mean, I would and, they don't just, give you, and they don't even give you like AMC or anything like that. Nope. You know so I mean? people that love The Walking Dead and fear The Walking Dead, they're not yeah. going to get any of that. So or preacher, yeah. Yeah. Which I need to, oh man, I need to <laughs> catch up on that. Yeah. So yeah, let us know if you see any shows that you love. Tell us, recommend them. Facebook.com slash FOMOcast. Yeah. So let's go over the Dr. Dre stuff that you oh, watched. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just so, caught a part of it. So all I heard was Eminem saying, are we doing this? Let's get it over with. And yeah. I was like, well, what is this that's on TV? <laughs> so essentially what it is, it uh, got released Sunday. Um, I had been kind of wanting to watch it since they've been hyping it up. I have you know follow Dr. Dre on Instagram and stuff and find him to be a brilliant guy. Anyway. Um, so what it is, it's called The Defiant Ones. It follows him, uh, his journey, as well as Jimmy Iovine, who um, they're both some of the most well-renowned producers and, you know, innovators out there. Um, and it follows their their paths from um, their start in the music business and how, you know, Dr. Dre created NWA and all that. And then it's, it's really cool because each episode, they, they kind of mix up each other's history. Like, so... Even though they weren't directly intertwined in certain times, like, they had people that were. So it was just really neat, like, being able to see, like, how that all came together. And then they came together to get, uh, to create beats. Uh, and then how they sold to Apple. And then they actually even showed them tying in to Apple with Steve Jobs and everything. So super really, really, really neat uh, series. It's only um, four episodes, four hours total. Um, highly recommend it. What channel it's on? It's on HBO. Okay. So um, if you can, I, I think I watched it in, like, a day and a half. It's a... Yeah, I watched like two and a half episodes, then I fell asleep, and I woke up, uh, went to work, watched during my lunch, and then finished when I got home. Super good. Um, 
but yeah, if you if you just want to know the little history on it, and you guys just get to find out little tidbits that you never knew about uh, artists that came up, and you know that that you love, like Lady Gaga, no doubt, Bruce Springsteen, and all these other people. It's really neat. Tupac. See, it's pretty cool. And um, the one, the only part that I got to watch was um, basically oh, the Eminem. Yeah, the one one of the. Uh, one of his workers, Jimmy's workers, mm-hmm. was like, "You need to hear this dude yeah. rapping at this rap battle last night." And he goes, "You bring my bring me his CD, mm-hmm. and I'll give it to Dre." Mm-hmm. And that's that's History, how it was. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I just thought that was really cool because I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, really? Like, that's all it took was just giving him a CD. So, so the funny thing too is like, if you watch, you also find out how how much uh, flack that Dr. Dre was getting for even one to work with Eminem because they were saying, "Why are you going to support a white rapper?" I heard about that. Yeah. So it's really interesting, like, being able to see that. And at that time, like, Eminem was, like, like being evicted. And Dr. Dre was, like, about to be kicked off. And they both were like, screw it. Let's just do it. And made it happen. And My Name Is came out. And the rest now of the look at it. Yeah. Jesus, man. <laughs> so so cool. that's, that's pretty awesome. So yeah. check it out on HBO. The and Defiant with, with Ones. The Defiant Ones. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Um, the biggest news, I think, personally, there's there's two big newses. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna end with the one, and Arnaldo's gonna make fun of me. What's that? But um, the oh. first, the first big, yeah, you're like that. <laughs> no, I think, I was it? Who, who's your relative that likes uh, Pretty Little Liars? Oh, Andy and James. Yeah. Okay, they're gonna like my news in the very end. I'm guarantee you they're gonna love that news, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you watch. <laughs> um, so Stranger Things. Yeah. Two. Oh my God. We're Premieres. Both, we're both super stoked about this, though. October 27th. Yes. Um. The images alone, um, it gives me the feeling that they're, li- they're like they're living with what's going on. Mm-hmm. I hope this isn't like some farce where they basically make it look like it's really bad, but it's just like a, a um, figurative. Yeah. But um, you do see four people riding bikes. Yeah. So it makes me optimistic. Who's riding the four bikes? <laughs> Because <laughs> the one, the one kid was the very end of. This is kind of a spoiler. If you didn't watch it, you're not you're not my friend. <laughs> um, but you know, the end of the first season, he coughs up that thing. I don't yeah. even know what that was. Um, I think most people are sad because Barb's dead, dead. So I'm like, that's kind of sad for that chick because she was such good on that on that show. Yeah, I think it was more. I think it was more of like a sarcastic missing because she was not really that good. I felt she was annoying, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, but you need that annoying friend. Yeah. Because that's like with the little, person that you... With a little you know, puffy red fro? You know, I'm happy <laughs> that, too, that the guy that plays her boyfriend, um, I love his commercials for Dom, was it Domino's, I think. Oh, yeah. They're, like, very... The Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. like him. And then he met... Um, who did he meet? He looks like the dude that played John Ralphio for oh, Parks yeah. and Rec. They met each other, and it was hilarious because yeah, they they're pointing each other, and I'm like, oh, my God, they look just like – love John Ralphio, by yeah. the way. So, uh, But no, Stranger Things 2, and it's coming out the 27th, so you can literally have this on and binge watch it on Halloween. Yeah. I am so stoked for that. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't like scary movies. I just don't. Um, the zombie stuff I've told on all the before, I'm just so logical. When I yeah. watch it, it's tough for me because I'm like – It's tough for you to accept it. It doesn't make yeah. sense. I go, I can't separate it because most stuff I watch, if it's a horror, it's like a jump scare or this or that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like I hated E.T. as a kid, so I don't know <laughs> if that screwed me up or what. But It's a family film. The, the, the best part was for me was that you were dealing with an unknown in the first season. Yeah. You And it tied so closely into the Dungeons and Dragons game that you were like, wait, is this all connected? And yeah. so you don't really know. We, don't, we still don't know. We yeah. still don't. We still don't even know how connected it is. But so, it's exciting. I'll tell you right now. It's oh. especially because, like you said, uh, th- I was just going to actually mention that, like you know, because it's coming out it's, like so close to Halloween, it's just going to be like this really cool Halloween this year. 
Yeah. You know, we're going to be able to binge watch and then talk about it. And, um, and I like that they're actually like, even though it's like a different year, they're, you know, placing it in the same timeline. So yep. as, as us, which is now cool. how far after the first one does it take place? It's supposed to be maybe, I'm going to say maybe like a year or two. Okay. Yeah. So that's, so that's good too, because Don't you, quote me on that, you, you want to keep it kind of close cause on the trailer we watched together. Yeah. It starts out with 1984. Yeah. And then you look and you see, um, basically it looks like this big red cloud over the town and they're riding into town. Yeah. Um, so you you know that they're okay with it. They're not even riding fast. They're just riding like they do in the in the show. So I'm really excited. The kids in it are freaking amazing, um, and I like the fact that they're kind of friends too. So when you see yeah. them hanging out and doing stuff, the chemistry is really great on it. I love it. Um, it's one of the first shows I binge watch on uh, Netflix. Um, I just kind of I, I wanted to binge watch it. So <laughs> I just want I'm just waiting to binge. Yeah. So. Um, one more thing before right, my big news. Why? <laughs> oh, wait, I'm not going with the big to, news yet. I no, you're going no, no, to. no, 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 no. Um, right. This one's just kind of weird. I haven't even read anything on it. I just saw all the people freaking out. Was the Quentin Tarantino making the movie about the Manson family murders? Oh, that's right. Now, um, I've listened to some podcasts about the Manson family murders, about how a lot of it's misconstrued, about how. Um, about how the swastika came about yeah. on his head. Like, people don't know. Um, I didn't even know this till recently that um, it wasn't a swastika to start with. Hmm. That it was an X at first. Mm-hmm. And all of his followers had X's because basically... Um, They're they, all from Texas, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, no, but the reason why they did it was because I guess they, they, were, they had some belief that they're basically... Um, he had people that were actually supporting him, like saying, this guy didn't do what you're saying he did. Yeah. And basically, they were putting the X's because they were saying that they didn't exist. So it was X'ing mm-hmm. out their existence. Oh. So he did the swastika to make himself seem more crazy. Yeah. And they said that this guy is a very good actor. He's yeah, a, he's a brilliant guy. He's a brilliant guy. And yeah. he was pissed off because they wouldn't pick up his music. Yeah. Because I didn't even he realize he co-wrote some stuff for the, the Beach Boys. And also, uh, well, yeah, he was friends with... Um, What's his name? One of the Beach Boys. I forgot his name, but yeah, I was watching a documentary about yeah. the Beach Boys, and like they're like, "Oh crap, we're associated he, he, now with he, this." Yeah, he <laughs> hung out with them. Yeah, and also the Beatles too. They, they um, use the Helter Skelter. Oh, uh, I, I mean, it's incre- it's incredible. Yeah. So um, I'm hoping the movies stay true to it, and it's not trying to be some horror thingy because it's not as because I didn't even realize the one thing I heard, which was kind of crazy, was. Um, it was his friend, and his friend was explaining what he what he said, basically. I guess he said something along the lines of um, half the stuff was he had, like, a little commune-type place. Yeah. And one of his buddies started bringing drugs and stuff in there. He's like, man, I don't want that here. He was okay with them smoking weed, I guess, but don't do no hard party stuff. Because yeah. some people were actually going there to get away from the stuff, and that's what started kind of the downfall, was uh, people were coming in and were... Strung out. Exactly. And then... Yeah. People would want their money, and they would come there to get their money from the people, and then the people wouldn't be there. So it was just a big, you know, yeah. it was just a downfall like that. So it's just it's just very rude. I mean, I don't, don't even I don't I don't know, man. <laughs> I go I don't even know where you can go there, especially Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Oh, it could be very violent. Oh man. But we'll see. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um, 
I'm trying to double check to make sure we don't have anything else. Oh, I wanted to say, uh, I didn't give Tim a shout out. So Tim that tagged me in that one video. Oh, he yeah. He gave me crap the other day. He texted me. He's like, yeah, I listened Ooh. to the podcast. You didn't give me credit for sending that. So last week we talked about the FOMO uh, video from uh, College Humor. Was it College Humor? No, it was yeah. Funny, Funny or Die. Yeah, yeah. Funny or Die. That was courtesy of TC Mendoza. So <laughs> there you go, Tim. I'm giving you a shout out in the very end of the episode. Giving you that mad love. He didn't um, forget you, I promise. No, I didn't forget you. <laughs> um, so the last thing I want to talk about, it, it, I think it's just funny to me because I haven't watched MTV in God knows how long. The wife loves watching the teen mom stuff when yeah. she gets a chance to because it's just train wrecks. I think the last time I watched it was, um, you know, I, I haven't gone to the channel. I, I watch stuff on YouTube like for Dude. like uh, Wild and Out or yeah. even or even like Rob Dyrdek's show or whatever. Yeah, the last time I literally watched it Robin on regular regular TV yeah. was because I even watched Robin Big like on replay. I never watched it live. Yeah, the last time I watched it live was when that was the 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 extreme skier was the host of the challenge. Oh wow! So that's been a while because TJ yeah. TJ Lavin's been the host for a long time. Yeah, and you know the problem for me was it just got so repetitive, and it was this and there was it's that the music. and it was <laughs> there's no music. Yeah. Um, I remember, can remember going to my dad's house, sleeping yeah. on the couch, falling asleep, and then we'd be be with some butthead. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it was music, and they would do, VH1 had, like, their music wake up, so yeah. on, at 6, 6 a.m., it would start playing, like, upbeat music, <laughs> and MTV would play it all through there, you yeah. know? So... It's a different, different channel now. I don't really care for it, but go ahead. <laughs> they're bringing the show out. Uh-huh. Is this your big news? Uh, for big for me, man. Oh yeah, that's right. Go ahead. <laughs> it's the big news, man. Go ahead. <laughs> so they're gonna bring a show. So it'll be called Siesta Key, and it's set in Florida, and it's basically gonna be Laguna Beach, but in Florida. <laughs> so I saw this and I was like, yes, I love this. I love watching Laguna Beach because it was it was just it was you know what's funny is it was the drama was literally like, oh she's going to the prom with him. Oh my god. I'm like. This is the only drama they have. This is so amazing because it, it's not like like super intense. Yeah. It's more of just like, oh, I wonder how this is gonna go. It's like a very petty. It's, but yeah. the, the pettiness made it feel more real because it's yeah. not like, oh, we're gonna make up some drama that way. This everything seems more aggressive, and yeah. I was just kind of like, this is my kind of show. I love it. <laughs> so um, the, this one, the, what to do it differently is um, they're supposedly starting to sh record now uh -huh. and they're shooting now and basically it's gonna be these girls just came back from their freshman year of college okay so they're all, all a little bit older mm -hmm. um and then we couldn't think of the theme song for it so i just kept singing the theme song from uh the hills yeah because <laughs> we couldn't remember the laguna beach one no yeah so i was like oh you know it's, it's good you know because i I, I'm, I, the MTV tries hard. Yeah, because they, they came out with one not too long ago, wasn't it? Like where is it? Like country kids, and then and then the ones died. Yeah, one of those died. Or they whatever. were uh, no three three of them died. I think. Okay. Yeah, but they were mudding and they got stuck and yeah. they got died from carbon monoxide poisoning. Yeah, but what was that show called? I don't even remember. Oh, I can't remember either. But it was really popular. It was like but, down south and there yeah, were redneck yeah, kids yeah. and it was very popular. Like it was one of their most popular shows they had in a long time. Because that was almost like a mix of like Laguna Beach and like the Jersey Shore. Yeah. yeah. And I think the problem they've had was so um, they had Laguna Beach and went right into the hills and those were all popular. Yeah. But Lauren Conrad whoever she's married to now she has a different last name she she didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. She was done. And then they tried to do that crap where um, after she left, 
They had Heidi on the show. Mm-hmm. and Nobody cared. Nobody cared. <laughs> and then they end it with Brody Jenner driving away on a set. And so they're like, wait, was this whole thing fake? Yeah. You know, but now, I mean, after, like, I think like a year later, Lauren had her line come out in Target or whatever. So you're like, okay, she really is a fashion person. She knows what she's doing, whatever. But um, ever since The Hills ended, they tried The City, and I never watched it. You know, cause that was my thing when I we, uh, when we moved in this house, MTV was always on the background. Cause I'm like, hey, something funny might come on. Yeah. You know, ridiculousness was yeah. getting popular because Robin Big uh, was over, and I'm like, where am I gonna get? You know, my ridiculous my my Rob Deerdeck fix. I'm like, yeah. oh, Fantasy Factory now this, and then fan- I'm like, man, they're just all changing so much. Yeah. Um, but hopefully this revitalizes them because they need something. Because yeah. I can I can remember coming home from high school, and it was. I got to make sure I get home by four o'clock because TRL's on. I got to yeah. watch for some TRL. <laughs> and then they had TRL karaoke. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is even better. And I was like, I don't even care that I hate you, Carson Daly. But yeah. I'm a, and then they'd have guest hosts. And, it was, and then the thing, what funny thing was, being a younger person, that's the only reason why I knew about Times Square. Yeah. Because everyone would go and look in the window. Like I'm like, oh, look at those people. I'm like, what is that? And it's like, that's Times Square. I'm like, yeah. oh, shoot. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to see what happens with this Siesta Key. You got to look for it. Um, let us know if any other TV shows on any other channel because um, there's a show I like called Night Shift. It's a summer show, so it's on yeah, right now. Um, the lead, the guy, he was in one of those movies. I think that I was talking about. I was watching. He's one of the dudes in it. He looked familiar, and I was like, "Wait, I know this guy." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, he's in Night Shift." Yeah. So Night Shift is a good one on NBC, but I haven't heard any other summer shows. So it's kind of sad because yeah. I remember was a, I would watch Rookie Blue, I would watch Night Shift, and I would watch another one, and um, they're starting to cancel them all because the networks don't have any money. Um, yeah. But I'm very happy that Bachelor in Paradise is back on. Yeah, I'm all about the profit. I don't know if you ever watched that. Oh, yeah, oh, they were in Hellmar. Yeah. Yeah, Mar- Marcos Limonis. Yeah. That dude's a G. Dude, I want to go to a show. Camping World store just so I can go in there and be like, oh, Marcos Limonis owns this. This is pretty yeah. awesome. <laughs> if you guys haven't watched The Prophet, Great um, show. he's Greek, right? Yeah. Um, uh, very, Puerto Rican, too. He is Puerto Rican. So, yeah. he's, he's, so he always talks about the Greek side mostly. Yeah. But um, he's basically a rich businessman. and he helps failing businesses. He helps failing businesses. He basically sharks, shark tanks them. But he, they send on him stuff terms, yeah. on his terms. Yeah. And um, what I love about it is, is he will straight up go, nah, can't help you. Yeah. And, um, you know, the only one that I felt bad about was the one where the guy, the dad died. The, the, uh, the furniture Mexican company? family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their furniture company. And the, and the dad came from, was it Mexico or South America? And he was. It's Puerto Rico. Yeah. Okay, Puerto Rico. And yeah, he yeah. was great. Or, at, no, no, Cuban. I'm sorry. Cuban? He's Cuban. Or Marcus the Muslim. Okay, he's he Cuban. Has, he has Cuban descent. That's right. And they were somewhat tied because the Hispanic aspect of it, he liked it. Yeah. And the old man died. And yeah. he was the one that knew the secrets about doing everything. But. Um, if you ever want to start a business, that's why I get all my business acumen from is right. just watching what he does. It's just amazing. He breaks it all down like this is what you need to be making. This mm-hmm. is how much you need to be charging. And, and yeah. what is shocking about that show is how many people lie to him. Yeah. They lie about the books. And yeah. he's, like, he's like, what do you I think? I have it right here. What do you, what do you, what do you think I was going to do? And yeah. um, the worst one I ever saw was the popcorn one when they just had the money bundled up on the floor. Yeah. And then they ended up losing their contract with Disney because they had a contract with Disney, I think, or with a carnival, like yeah. a big carnival. But he's great because he goes in the business and he offers them so much money. 
and he'll say, I want this percentage. Mm. And he'll even offer some of them like, look, I'll let you I'll, I'll let you buy back into your full thing. If, you, if it's a restaurant that can franchise, yeah. he'll buy it. The saddest thing is on this show, when you watch it, there's one where it's a Greek restaurant. And he knows very much good about yeah. – he knows what's good about Greek food. And they franchise. And I'm like, how did a company like this franchise? Yeah. And I didn't realize oh, – they were using like trademarks and stuff like I that. I didn't yeah. realize how easy it was to franchise a company. Yeah. Like they seriously just got the one place successful and they started sending it so, out everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a great show. A local uh, – the, the funny part was they were British, weren't they? Yeah, they were from Britain. They uh, were from London, and they decided to come over here. Hillmar, of all places, Hillmar, like 10 minutes yeah. from us. <laughs> and they make fancy gazebos, and they went to the Ace Hardware yeah. there in Hillmar, and they put the, the gazebos out front. They're very expensive gazebos. Yeah. I don't even remember how that ended. No, um, they're successful, though. They are? Yeah, I think they moved from Hillmar to... I forget what other city, but I know they've... They got they, a big warehouse, yeah, big warehouse because now. Marcus wouldn't do it unless he... Um, it was on his terms, yeah. It was on his terms. What I love about it, too, is um, he still helped some people. Like, my favorite one was the gym one where the wife was making the energy bars oh, yeah. and selling them out front. That's right. Her husband called to have him help him. Yeah. And Marcus goes, nah, I don't like this. He goes, but what about these bars? I want to see this. Too. And he went on a deal with her. And he and and I remember, I think the uh, they almost got divorced over it because he was mad that yeah, her she, success, yeah, yeah, her success. So Losers. you got to watch the profit. It, it has a weird schedule. Like it, um, sometimes they'll like take a week or two off. Sometimes it's on, off. I think CNBC. Yeah. It's on Tuesdays usually. Yeah. yeah. So, and I watch it on Hulu. So it's always randomly on and I'll literally <laughs> sit there and it's a very quick show. It's yeah. very quick. It's only like 22 minutes. What's an um, hour? It's an hour. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Man, it feels like it goes by so fast. I know. It's so much going on. I want to go watch it right now, too, man. (laughs) Uh, Because it it gets you motivated. When you look at the business, because the the business side of everything is insane. And what I like about Marcus is Mm -hmm. it's not that crap where it's like, oh, hey, I'm the girl on Shark Tank and I do a QVC. This will do great on QVC. No, you know what Marcus does? He's like, you're a sign company. You know what? I need people to redo the signs for my camping worlds. Yeah. Show me what you can do. Yeah. And basically, he's like a mini mogul that's investing all these different things. Mm-hmm. Um, that Sweet Pete's, whatever it is, the, yeah. I, the treat guy, he's getting sued right now. And Marcus put it out on the internet oh, that I'm right. going to own the people that are suing him because they're known for suing people. Yeah. So he has people's backs. And what he does is so that um, Sweet Pete's, um, he There's- brought in the sign people. Mm, to make like renewed packaging, but then Sugarfina is the one, that, the company that's suing. Because yes. they're saying you guys are taking our look and our like our like a. It's almost like a bento box of candies. Yes. And so yeah, Marcus is like, I don't know who you guys really are, but I'm gonna take you down. <laughs> yeah, and the cool thing is though is they they use so many different people. They work together, and you'll yeah. see him come back. Yeah, and um, he'll, he'll use one business that he's already invested into, yep. like reinvest. It's it's amazing. It's an amazing show. Yeah. You have to watch the pro- the profit, and if you don't want to think too much. Watch Watch Bar Rescue. I love Bar Rescue. Um, I want the Shut It Down shirt. So if you guys love me and you don't want to donate to Patreon, <laughs> get him a shirt. <laughs> you can um, go to our Facebook page and message us in uh, facebook.com slash FOMOcast, and you can get my shirt size, which is an extra large, and find out where to send it because I really like uh, Bar Rescue. It's a very, very fun one to, yeah. to just relax and watch and laugh. Um, but make sure you contact us on facebook.com slash FOMOcast, Twitter, FOMO underscore cast, and go to our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash FOMOcast. Um, and, uh, next next week we might 
we will see how we're going to make it work um, because Chris has like a I'll very be, busy schedule. I'll be, vis- I'll be working basically 24 hours a day for the yeah. next 10 days starting Friday. I thought maybe we could do it um, – I think Friday night I'll be back early, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to the Good Charlotte. I'll be seeing Good Charlotte on Friday. <laughs> We're reliving my childhood. <laughs> of the rich and the pain. Ironically. Well, I had to explain to an old man who they were today. Oh and he goes, gosh. and I go, it's kind of funny because they made their, their, their name off of the song Life Fells Version of the Famous. Yeah. And um, one of them's married to Nicole Richie and the other one's married to Cameron Diaz. So <laughs> that's that's irony at its finest. Yes. Um, so, but we're going to try we'll and squeeze it in. We're going to yeah. try and squeeze it in. I think I'm going to force Ronaldo to come over to my house late at night and we're going to go in this dark back room and we're going to record <laughs> it because I want to get lucky 13 next week. It's lucky 13. All right. And I think it should be, it, we, we got to, we got to keep it rolling. What if, what if we skip it like an elevator does? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't go but, to this hotel. They don't have yeah. a 13th floor, but you know where you really are. You know, 14th floor, you know. (laughs) 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 Well, uh, I'm Chris. I'm Arnoldo. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. That is it.